Welcome, friends, to another episode of Couple of Lattes. Just me today, Jacques Massey, your host. If you haven't already and you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then I have a huge favor to ask you. Please leave a five-star rating if you're loving the podcast and a review. Uh, this is if you're using Apple Podcasts as your main source for your podcast listening. Uh, if you're not using Apple Podcasts, then be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're using and share this episode with friends that you think it might benefit or share any of the other episodes uh, with your friends who you think may benefit from the discussions we've been having. Uh, much love to each and every one of you for listening. Seriously, I couldn't be doing this without you, so big thanks. And let's get into today's discussion about removing the social media distraction. So essentially, I want to give you guys uh, seven tips uh, and habits that I've picked up uh, along my journey to removing social media uh, as a distraction from my life and using it more as a tool uh, to contribute in a positive way to people around me and to grow businesses, to make connections. Uh, because at the end of the day, the problem isn't social media, it's how we use it right? It's the human psychology behind it becoming a distraction and in fact becoming a really scary psychological experiment around the world. I mean, you can see how social media is affecting uh, the extreme uh, movements from the lefts and the rights politically and it's causing this kind of mass movement towards totally fake false news. Uh, but anyway, that's a discussion for a totally different day and I don't want to make this political. I just simply want to make it um, informative for you and give you some tools that you can hopefully apply in your own life uh, to be more focused in the areas you want to be rather than spending your days scrolling through mindless junk. let's dive into it with the first one so this is the most brutal tip and it's to unsubscribe and delete uh, so you don't actually have to unsubscribe and delete apps forever uh, I mean a while ago I did a week-long silent meditation which meant I had zero interaction with social media or the internet or any technology or indeed humans <laughs> for an entire week um, and you can do that on a much smaller scale, right? Like you can say, all right, for seven days, I'm going to unsubscribe to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever your addictive uh, substances on the social media uh, web are, you can unsubscribe to those for a little while. And in fact, if you find that after your brief stint away from social media, that it is in fact completely unnecessary to live the life that you're living and to live joyfully and successfully, then why not make it a permanent habit? you know, get rid of it. Uh, I've had friends do exactly that. And they say their lives uh, vastly uh, for the better now that they've removed social media. But of course, we do live in a modern world, a tech oriented world. So I understand that for a lot of people, that is not a desired outcome, because they do need to use social media in their everyday interactions uh, for their businesses, uh, to stay in contact with family overseas. Um, but just maybe think to yourself, which of these apps am I actually using? Uh, for good and which of these apps are pulling me away from the joyful experiences of my life and maybe just get rid of those ones anyway tip two is to choose to use it as a tool to contribute rather than to consume hello friends i hope you are enjoying the podcast i promise we're going to get straight back to it uh maybe just give me 60 to 90 seconds of your time 
Uh, I want to take a moment to ask you a question. Are you in that point in your life where you're struggling to figure out exactly what direction you want to go? Or maybe you know that there's something missing and that you want to achieve more. You want to be more successful, but you're just not really clear on exactly what it is. You've read all the books, you've watched all the docos, you listen to all the podcasts, you've got your little routine going, but still there's something missing. That something missing is probably along the lines of clarity. You probably don't actually know truly what it is that you want. I want to talk to you about a friend of mine. His name is John Linsky, and you can find him on Instagram, jlinsky underscore. I'll leave that in the show notes, so don't worry about that. But he's a results coach, a high performance coach, and a mindset coach. And recently, I've had the pleasure uh, of doing some one-on-ones with him. And I can tell you right now that inside me, I want to be more successful. Each and every day, I want to grow, I want to learn. And there's things that I want to achieve. But before I did the sessions with John, I wasn't really 100% sure exactly what it was that I wanted to achieve. And through his coaching and his mentorship, I've figured out how to get more clarity in my life how to get more energy towards the areas that I want to improve on, how to get more direction and purpose, how to find joy and freedom, not in the destination, but along the way, each and every day, getting more and more pumped up just to be breathing, to be doing the work and having the consistent methods in place to achieve what it is I ultimately want to achieve. What John does is he gives you clarity and he gives you the energy you need to become the person you want to become. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, again, I'll have his Instagram linked in the show notes below. Now, this is a hard one to make habit, um, and it requires you really digging deep and asking yourself the question, why? You know, why am I doing certain things? What gives me purpose in life? What gives me joy? Uh, And once you kind of understand and have a bit more self-awareness around the direction you want to take in life, really reassess how you use social media. When I go on and I scroll through Facebook and I comment on things and cancel people out and abuse people and transfer my internal anger into something uh, that's not even really involving me, how am I contributing? How am I using this as a tool for good as opposed to using it in a way that makes me feel even more shit about my life, right? Does that make sense? I hope it does. The easiest way to think about this is to, is to simply do that, to use social media as a tool to contribute. So one of the ways in which I do this is I very rarely look at people's stories on Instagram or Facebook anymore. Uh, and if I do go look at someone's stories, it's because maybe we've had a recent discussion, they've told me about something they've been doing, or I'm trying to do a little bit of research into what their business is all about, what they're all about. But very rarely do I spend any time looking at people's stories Uh, Because I find it just leads me to a rabbit hole where I'm not doing anything productive. And quite often, a lot of people tend to um, go over the top on their stories and showcase a life that they're not actually living, a really successful, amazing, beautiful life. Uh, And a lot of it isn't really truly what's going on in their life. And when you look at that kind of content, when you absorb that kind of content, and then you make comparisons to your own life, it just makes you feel really, really shit. Um, And another thing I'm doing is I don't scroll. I don't scroll through Facebook. Actually, Facebook isn't even on my phone anymore. I only look at it on desktop and I only ever use it to schedule posts or to share posts. I just simply don't consume through the scroll anymore. Uh, If I want to find something out about someone, if I want to do some research on someone that I've listened to on a podcast, 
I'll go and follow them uh, and I'll go and look through their work, uh, understand a bit more about what they do, um, see if there's someone that could be a mentor or someone I would want to associate with in my life. But I just, I don't spend hours and hours mindlessly scrolling through stuff that just has no relevance to my life. So look at using social media as a tool to better yourself, to better your business, to better the lives of those around you and indeed your own life. And if you look at your social media use and you ask yourself, am I using this to contribute or am I just using this to consume in a way that makes me feel terrible? You need to really analyze what you're doing with social media. Because at the end of the day, you are always in charge of the decisions you make based on external situations. So you might say, oh, I can't delete social media. I'm addicted. That's your choice. You need to make up your mind and think for yourself. Think and make decisions for yourself about how you use social media. Number three is to, and this is more of a practical one, is to move apps to the next screen. So what I mean by this is obviously whatever phone you're using. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see me now. I'm using an iPhone. Uh, but what I've done is any apps uh, that I find myself getting caught in a sort of feedback loop with or I get caught uh, distracting myself with, all I've done is I've moved them to the second screen. And that simple change means that I don't see it the moment I open my phone. I only see the apps that I want to use as a way of contributing or use as tools. I don't see the apps that I know will distract me. And by doing that, by visually removing it from your phone screen the moment you open it, it has an amazing effect on how much use, usage you have of the app. I'd love to know what percentages uh, my usage of certain apps has dropped since doing that, but I think the number would be huge. So that's my third tip. Number four is to only use social media on your desktop. So I talked about this before with Facebook. Um, so pretty much if you're using a desktop, you're obviously not going to be carrying around a desktop in your pockets. You'll be carrying around your cell phone in your pockets. So if you find that uh, certain apps are distracting you when you're on the run, when you're moving around, uh, just remove them from your phone. Most apps, I think, almost all of them, especially the social media ones, you can use on your desktop as well. So if you still need it um, as an outlet or as, as part of your business or your life, but you don't need it to be there all the time, just pestering you and staring you in the face, just remove it from your phone and use it on your desktop. Simple, simple tip. Okay, and number five, and this one's more of a psychological thing, right? Unfollow the people who drain your soul. So what I mean by that is, and I don't want to say that people who become influencers who showcase their lives in beautiful, amazing ways and become very shallow on the internet. I don't want to say those people are bad people for, because for a lot of those people, they've figured out a way to hack the system and make a legitimate business out of what they're doing. And at the end of the day, it goes back to you making the decision to follow people, right? You always have the choice to follow or unfollow certain people, depending on how they make you feel. Me, for example, if you're listening to these podcasts and I'm making you feel crappy or you're choosing to feel crappy based on what I'm saying, then you can unfollow me, right? It's that simple. You don't need to follow people who make you feel terrible. Now, you've got to be careful, right? Because a lot of the times, uh, good mentors will tell you uh, the truth, right? So you've got to make sure that you identify, all right, is this person I'm following cutting deep down to the truth that I know? And that I do actually need to take action and that there's certain things in my life I need to improve. And that's what's making me feel shit at the moment. It's not actually me. It's my ego. That's the kind of questions you need to ask yourself when it comes to following people, right? That's deeper though. 
But what I mean is if there's just, you know, people that you're following that they're not really giving you any substance into your life. They're not uh, encouraging you to become a better person, to be a more positive person, to be more joyous, to chase down your dreams, to be who you are and not who they are. Those kind of people, just unfollow them. It's really, really simple. Number six is to put your phone in another room. And I can hear people saying, well, I listen to music on my phone. I can't do that. Well, headless, um, sorry, headless, <laughs> um, wireless headphones are very easy and very cheap to get, right? And you don't actually need the phone to be within arm's reach. You can actually put your phone a few meters away in another room. It's not there in front of you. It's easily out of the way. And you can still listen to tunes. You can still listen to podcasts, whatever you want to listen to, right? Um, because by having a phone right in front of you, especially if you're doing work, if you're trying to get into flow, if you're trying to get things done, it's a huge distraction. It's very easy to pick it up and get lost for 10, 20, 30, even an hour on social media, scrolling through mindless crap and not getting the work done that you wanted to get done. So simple one, put your phone in another room. And the last tip I'm going to go through today is to reward yourself for sticking to a schedule. So what I mean by this is I only uh, look on social media, on other people's accounts or do my research or treat myself to a little bit of, uh, you know, just social media time to at two points throughout the day. Um, once in the morning, uh, about an hour to an hour and a half after waking up and once uh, in the evening after I've finished my work. So anywhere between sort of five to seven o'clock, I, I do a brief look on social media. Now, that's not to say that uh, if someone calls me or if someone, uh, if I need to get a contact of someone on Messenger or WhatsApp, I can do that throughout the day. That's not going to tempt me to scroll through anything because they're simply messaging apps. What I mean is to schedule in time. So if you want to look through social media, if you want to scroll through social media, schedule times in the day. So maybe half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, or 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at lunch, 20 minutes in the evening but in a way that will really restrict the amount of time you spend scrolling and wasting, I guess, wasting time throughout the day that you could be doing other things and reward yourself for sticking to that schedule, right? New habits tend to stick if we associate positivity to them. If we kind of practice this habit for a couple of weeks and we're just like, oh, this is shit. Like, I hate that I can't use social media. Then the habit's probably not going to stick. But if you reward yourself, let's say, all right, if I stick to this um, today, I'll reward myself by getting to watch that show on Netflix. Or if I stick to this today, then tomorrow I'm getting myself a coffee at the cafe. Find little things that you can do to reward yourself for sticking to your social media schedules. And that'll allow you to build better habits uh, around your social media usage. Well, guys, that's it. Uh, that's all the tips I've got for you today around uh, social media distraction. I hope that helps you. I hope you apply that to your life and feel free to get in contact with me and let me know uh, what tips helped or if you have other tips, send them through. Uh, DM me on Instagram at couple of lattes. Leave comments below if you're watching this on YouTube uh, and make sure you subscribe, follow and share. Much love, guys. See you next time. Peace.